Hey everybody, welcome to the Fuel to Fight podcast. I'm Lieutenant Colonel Nick Barringer. We are in a new studio for 2024 with an awesome guest to start things off. Well, yeah, go ahead. You want to introduce yourself? I was going to introduce you. You can can introduce me. You want to take over this podcast, Joe? No, sir. Joe, you're going to take it over. (laughs) No, uh, Lieutenant uh, Joe Zubak, he's a uh, student here at the Master's Program Nutrition. But Joe? Um, Well, yeah, I'm Second Lieutenant Zubak. Go starting my what second year now? Second year, yes, you made it. So it's it's, it's made it through one year already. It's it's been a it's been a wild ride. Yeah, and and the reason we we, we have Joe here is because uh, one of the things with the master's program in nutrition we want to do is give give the students perspective, and we're going to give you uh, the unvarnished. We're, we're going to talk about uh, you know why uh, you know Joe came to the program, and also we'll cover kind of his his path and uh you know what you can expect going to the program that that's the goal of this so first things first show why did you join the army i joined the army specifically because of performance nutrition and performance in general strength and conditioning everything involved with performance so that was my main thing once i saw this program uh through you sir um that's when i got really excited about um wanting to serve my country and wanting to get into the fray and, and do as much as I possibly can for the soldier um, performance-wise. Yeah, because you, you, know, you stand out because I, I so I was at, at West Point at the time teaching, I think, mm-hmm. I think if, I, if I remember correctly, and you were a strength coach. Yes, sir. And uh, reached out to me, emailed, and was like, hey, I want to be an, you know, an Army dietitian and the path that you took, I mean, it was mm-hmm. two years, mm-hmm. two years of work. And, and I just remember I had a lot of people reach out to me uh, over the years who want to be Army dietitians. And what was different with uh, Joe was I would be like, all right, hey, this is what I recommend you do. And I would get like a sit rep three months later where you're like, okay, I did this, this, and this. What's next? Yes, What's sir. next? And so, uh, you know, the fact that you you did that two-year journey, you were that committed uh, is commendable. But so... With the strength coach piece, now you were you were working H two F. I was working as an independent contractor, so okay. it wasn't specifically H two F, but I was working with soldiers who wanted a little extra help, um, as well as local gyms, and working with some of the Georgia National Guard members as well. And this was all from Minnesota because of COVID. So it was like during that time. So it was it was working remote mm-hmm. while you're doing that. Yes, sir. And because your your undergrad is in. So my undergrad's in business administration with an emphasis in criminal justice, kind of did some switching around during undergrad, but then I got my master's in exercise physiology from University of Wisconsin River Falls. Nice, mm-hmm. so exercise, phys, performance, want to add the nutrition piece. Mm-hmm. What, what, what was the one thing, I don't know if we've ever actually covered this even privately, like what put the, 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 the MP, now the master's program nutrition, then the graduate program nutrition like on your radar? Uh, I believe it was a podcast with you. I think it was like Monarch, Monarch Human Performance podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was listening to that while oh. I was at the gym, and uh, I'm like, wow, this is this is what I want to do. Because, long story short, was going to be joining the Navy as a surface warfare officer, and then heard that, and I'm like, well, that's up my alley with performance and everything. So had to jump on the opportunity and messaged you. Monarch Human Performance. I'm trying to think of that guy's name. Great individual. He became a physical therapist. Okay. Uh, he, I think he's out of the UK. But anyway, Monarch Human Performance. Uh, yeah, great, great program. Um, so you, you did all your work. Now you're in the master's program in nutrition. Can you describe that 
first semester? Like, how did that feel being a student? Or even before that, let's back up, let's back up. Coming into the Army, that process. Okay. So coming into the Army, it was, you know, coming straight off the street, going to direct commission course, and then going to Bullock. It was, it was definitely a good experience. Um, the move went fairly smoothly and, and getting all of like the, the process. Um, uh, we can backtrack even further getting my recruiter. That was a that was an interesting thing. Uh, Ryan McDonald, Sergeant First Class Ryan McDonald out of uh, JBLM, he helped me. And I was like, I think you got me in contact with uh, Major Majoni, who got then got me. Lori Majoni, I know she's <laughs> a machine. Shout out to yeah. Lori Majoni. Yeah. Yeah. So going through that process of and that that two years of making sure everything was squared away and and good to go, and then getting into the army and going to DCC, going coming here first. And that's the direct commission course. Direct Remember, commission. some people listening to this isn't gonna. Yes, sir, yes, sir. So the yeah. direct commission course uh, out of Fort Sill, Oklahoma. So that's like about a month long program. So that was just to get us ready to go to Bullock, which is the basic officer leadership course. And so that was here at Fort Sam. So that uh, initial, what, four months or something like that yep. was strict army and nothing to do with nutrition, but understanding the organization as a whole. And then you come into the program. Yes, sir. So, again, now let's go. You, you, you went through all the training, Army officer, first semester mm -hmm. in, in the, the master's program nutrition. Can you talk a little bit about expectations versus reality? Yes, sir. So, expectations, I expected to, one, I came in specifically for performance nutrition and wanting to be a performance dietitian, not really fully understanding what a dietitian has all-encompassing wise. So going through that first semester and really not hitting any sort of performance, not getting any sort of um, like performance nutrition, strength and conditioning, it was definitely hard. Um, I, had a, I had a tough time with getting that through my head of like what an actual dietitian is and like what's fully expected to uh, for me as a army officer and an army dietitian, which is everything. We're supposed to be the jack of all trades. And so not fully understanding that was definitely a hard adjustment period um, that you know made me reconsider a lot of what I actually wanted to do and maybe even made me reconsider being an army dietitian altogether. Um, yeah, and, and we, we had said before to, to talk about that because that's one of the struggles, and I, I didn't want to hit on that. Anytime you transition, I, mm -hmm. I think, to anything in life, you, you make a big transition, there's going to be those unexpected hurdles. And so, uh, again, Joe and I had talked about this b before the podcast, but that first semester, it was, mm -hmm. it was a little rough mm -hmm. because, you know, you were learning a lot of nutrition aspects that you weren't necessarily interested in at the time. Right. And you weren't getting any of the stuff that you were really interested in. Yes, sir. And, and I think with any academic program, you're, you might face that, mm -hmm. and so you, you start to question. Mm -hmm. I, I did that as an intern. I had that exact same struggle when I first came in as a dietitian. I, you know, I'm doing all this stuff, I remember, with, with food service in particular, and I didn't, I didn't sign up to do food service, but once I got over that hump right. and learned that, and so I, want, I wanted to highlight that, and, and thanks for sharing that, Joe, is, is you know, coming into the program, realize you know, we're gonna give you as much information as possible. You're gonna have, you're gonna listen to this podcast, you're gonna have that information, but there's going to be some things that you're not going to expect. There's going to be some challenges that are going to arise. And and what where I really commend you is you hit that bump in the road, but rather than being like, hey, this is not for me, you saw it through, you're here now, and I think you're happy with your decision. Now, now you're going to fast yes, forward. I am, yes. Fast forwarding over to starting year two, it's, um, you know, 
fully seeing like what the army actually has to offer for dietitians and what a career potential could be is really what's keeping me going and keeping me throughout all this and let alone that i've actually become very interested in everything that has a dietitian has to offer like food service you know can be fun if you want right. to make it fun uh, same with going doing clinical stuff that you might not as be comfortable with especially like um, doing stuff you know kids wise working peds and stuff it, it's definitely not a strength of mine and what i really enjoy about this program is is it puts us in those situations where we're not strong in it and you're trying to figure out ways to succeed and be the best student officer future dietitian that you can be and um, leading forward into going into some or year two we have a lot of more sports nutrition we have h2f getting to work with interdisciplinary teams going uh, to other locations working with a army h2f it's a very exciting time to be in this program and to be learning as much as i can especially from the bunch of subject matter experts that uh, npn has to offer yeah, no, I, I think that's great in that, you know, that first year is going to be, you know, transition, learning a lot of mm -hmm. stuff you might not be comfortable with. And then the second year, now you're getting to do it and you can get some application. Uh, so you worked with, uh, what, the Air Force Special Operations yes, a little sir. bit. You got to mm -hmm. go out and teach him. Can you talk mm -hmm. a little bit about that and some of the stuff you did out there? So for one of our classes, I believe it was public health, mm -hmm. um, we got the opportunity to go to the Air Force Special Operations Training Wing at Lackland uh, Air Force Base, and we got to uh, teach them all about performance nutrition, teach them about how they can optimize their diet for the training that they're receiving, um, and also kind of sneak in some extra calories that uh, will keep them going and hopefully not um, make them more injury prone and things like that, especially with uh, special operations training and how much they're going through, especially training in the heat and uh, calorie deficits and things of those nature. Yeah, it gets hot here in Texas in the summer. Very hot. Yeah, I've experienced that. That might be the other thing. You might warn people coming from Minnesota is like, you know, when you do come to San Antonio, you it, know, be ready. The heat, the heat's coming uh, uh, during the summer. Can you, can you highlight some of the things about the program uh, that, that, you know, you, you really enjoy that maybe were unexpected or different from the programs you would have got if you had went in the civilian sector? The people here is, is, I think, astronomically different than other programs. Coming from another master's degree, um, I didn't have the relationship building that I had there that I have now. Like, we get to, you know, being together with 15 other individuals um, you really get to build that network out and then also getting to be in the army network already. Like you have a guaranteed job upon graduation, like no it's other pretty place nice. it's pretty can nice. say that you have a guaranteed <laughs> job and especially having, um, different paths to take. So, uh, that I didn't really expect as much because you could be someone who's very clinically focused, um, going into an outpatient setting and they're going to get that experience and then that network on top of it so they can move to something they want to do and to provide that value to the army for me seeing the uh, h2f expanding and going to different special operations groups like that's that's really keeping me like driving as hard as i possibly can to get to those spots and that's what i really didn't expect to see how much h2f is opening up and how much they're wanting to bring dietitians in and that seeing that um preventative approach instead of reactionary uh, as the old army used to do. 
Yeah, it's, it's a great time to be a dietitian. Mm -hmm. I, it is a uh, lot of opportunities. I'm, I'm a little jealous. I kind of, you know, uh, but, but you now, set the stage, sir. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, you do have some, some great opportunities. And, and I like that you hit on as far as your, your group and your cohort, because again, something I experienced is compared to my, uh, some of the folks I stayed in touch with from college is, you know, here you kind of, and not to be cliche with, with the, you know, the military and the family thing, mm -hmm. but you do, you, you build that family kind of network and, and those people that you go through the program with, especially if you stay in the military, you're going right. to see throughout their career. An example with, you know, Lieutenant Colonel Joetta Khan, who we'll have on here later, I've known her for 20 years. We went through the internship. Mm -hmm. She was at Walter Reed. I was at Bamsey. But uh, you have those colleagues that you can lean on and call on. Um, and then if you're not good, you mentioned like, you know, pediatrics. Mm -hmm. uh, I know because I've worked with those dietitians from coming in the Army, like, hey, who's the best at pediatrics? I know who to call. Mm -hmm. I know who to, you always have somebody kind of in your Rolodex uh, to lean on. So I think that's one of the, the, the strengths of the program. What advice would you give to students listening to this now, especially let's say if you're an exercise science student, because that's one mm -hmm. of the things we've opened up where half our class is right. non-nutrition majors, which mm -hmm. I, I think is awesome. What, what advice would you give to them now to, to best prepare them and, and get them ready for this program? Best advice I can give is to fully understand what a dietitian does because the Army will place you where the Army needs you. So you're gonna get to performance nutrition, you're gonna get to that ex-phys, you're gonna get to working with those soldiers, working with special operations and stuff at some point in your career. You will get to it. If you really wanna get to it, you will get to it. But on the other hand, you have to act as a dietitian because if we do go to war, you will be that subject matter expert in that position to work with soldiers, whether they need enteral nutrition or total parental nutrition and things of that nature. You have to understand everything that a dietitian does and excel upon that. So if you really wanna join this program, I strongly suggest you take more nutrition courses than what is recommended to join so you can get that um, overall uh, understanding of what is gonna be expected of you as an Army dietitian. Um, but just to backtrack a little bit, you will get to where you wanna go. Uh, the Army has tremendous opportunities for you to choose any sort of career path that you want. And I don't think you can get that anywhere else in this country right now. Yeah, no, a lot of, uh, a lot of opportunities you know, kind of coming in. And I like that advice as far as taking more broader mm -hmm. nutrition classes than, than maybe you're um, interested in. What has been the most challenging thing? And you know, we talked a little about your first uh, semester, but like, what, what's the most challenging thing about the program? If you had to put your finger on one thing, like, what's coming, what's challenging the most? Yeah, coming from that ex phys background and the business background, the the toughest thing is that that clinical nutrition mindset. Like, I came from the performance world where you didn't really need any of that. You kind of already had a picture of what an athlete or that cohort of athletes you're working with is already doing, and you're having any pretty much already understand like what they are as a person, like coming from the strength coach side, like I could understand like, oh, this person's uh, got like a bilateral lower deficit, something of that nature for squats or deadlifts. Um, on the clinical mindset, like I had no idea. That was the <laughs> hardest thing, like just trying to understand all that physiology. Like, yes, I took multiple physiology classes for ex-phys, but it wasn't nutritionally um, related or more medically related. and. Um, that was the hardest thing going through that the medical nutrition therapy uh, all of last year. That was that was tough, but um, the cadre here are amazing at making sure that you are progressing and understanding and excelling within the program. 
but medical nutrition therapy, 100%, look into that before. <laughs> <laughs> get, get ready. What, what's been like kind of the highlight uh, of the program? And, and you can multiple things, or is there one mm -hmm. thing that's like, there was a moment that you're like, yes, this is, this is why I'm here. I got two for you. All right, I like I it, I like it. So being able to work with the, the special operations out of Lackland, that was- Great you know, group. That's what really kept me wanting to come back. Is like, yes, this is 100% what I wanted to do. And throw a curveball, but I also really enjoyed the clinical side of things. I really enjoyed uh, working with patients that you really don't know. There is no specific answer to make them better, but you're trying to work around different ways to progress them out of the hospital so they can have a, a better quality of life. Um, so I, I really enjoy seeing both sides of the house. Like I didn't ever expect I would like clinical as much as I'm starting to. So, so the clinical, and that's... I had that exact same experience, and I think we, we talked about that, excuse me, in that I, I was not a clinical person. Mm -hmm. I, I kind of wanted to go performance, but then, you know, I loved the burn ward. Mm -hmm. I, I remember volunteering to do extra reps mm -hmm. on that because just the, right. the, the detail and, uh, you know, and especially you have a, a passionate clinical instructor with, uh, you know, Major Nicole Curtis. Mm -hmm. and so you get the, and, and it's, it's contagious, right? When yeah. you have a, somebody who's very passionate about a topic, mm -hmm. Even if you're not passionate, right. you're like, "Hey, what's what's this hype about? What what you know? Mm -hmm. I, I want to learn a little bit more about it." Um, so so that's great that you found that. What about the the physical training? Now you've been you've been leading some physical training. Mm -hmm. We've been doing some physical training, some rucking. Do you want to talk about that component of the 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 program? So as an army officer, you're you're held to a standard to be able to excel at any sort of physical event. Uh, you have our our PT test. You know, you should be aiming to max it out, not just trying to pass. I, I'm a strong supporter of trying to get to maxing it as much as you can because you just never know what uh, could be happening in the future. But physically wise, a lot of it is on you to make sure that you are being able to um, pass those events. Uh, rucking we do once a month and um, I would say as a group, um, you should be doing a little bit more hand on your own. Uh, take the onus on you to be able to progress and be able to carry the weight and go forward, um, as well as PTing on your own as well. So it's a lot during this program. A lot of it is on you um, to keep yourself physically fit, and and I, I would say it arguably helps with a lot of the stress that's coming through the program as well, giving that outlet to go out there and exercise as much as you can. But um, if you're coming in prior service, it's not the exact same as you're used to of PTing five days a week. Um, it, it's a little bit more stepped back, but you still have the same expectations. So it, everything's on you more so. And talking about that, because I, I think this is, especially having you with your strength and conditioning background, certified strength and conditioning specialist through the National Strength and Conditioning Association. How would you recommend that folks listening to this, let's say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm coming to the Army, I might not have an athletic background, mm -hmm. I don't know how to train. I right. see this Army combat fitness test, sprint, drag, carry, whatever. Right. Where do I start? Is, is there any recommendations? I know I'm kind of throwing that out there to you, but like, where, where would you maybe point people uh, to, to best prepare for that? Uh, the Army has some great resources um, to help with coming from almost like couch to 5K type of thing. I, I, the Human Performance Center. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So they have, there's a there's a website out there, the uh, HPC, that has like all sorts of different resources that you can start to look at to understand how to best prepare your body. 
Uh, I would strongly recommend if you if you've never exercised before to uh, go ahead and start with a couple of sessions a week of full body training. So you're going to hit you know your 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 upper body, lower body through multiple different domains. So you, your body is starting to get prepared. Um, because the last thing you want to do is show up to a direct commission course not knowing how to do a push-up or not knowing how to do basic movements because um, not to say you'd look dumb but you'd look dumb <laughs> and so I mean really a lot of it has to do with uh, doing own research and starting off probably with a like a full body routine if you've never ran before you know start going for walks stuff like that start building up to being able to go for a run maybe do like you know, 30 seconds on, a minute, minute and a half off, things of that nature, just so you are getting some sort of movement in. That's okay. what I would say. I would start. So, so yeah, start off slow, but show yeah. up prepared. I like yes, that sir. in terms of if you're listening to this and you're thinking, hey, I might, you know, want to be an Army dietitian and you currently don't have a training program, mm -hmm. start, start training. Yes. Start training now. Uh, you can look up the Army Combat Fitness mm -hmm. Test. It, you can study for the test. There's no, there's no surprises on the test. There's no surprise event <laughs> nope. like, oh, now you're going to do this. No, it's, it's, you know, you've got the standards in front of you. Uh, so, so prepare for those. And I would, I would even go as far as, especially on your college campus, they're going to have right. ROTC. Yes. Find the ROTC folks. Get with them. Go to the strength uh, or go to the gym. They, a lot of them have personal trainers for free. Yeah. You can go ahead and... Uh, you know, utilize that, you utilize ROTC, see if you can join in and not necessarily have to go into ROTC, but maybe take a ACFT just to kind of get a baseline of where you're at. So it's not your first time taking it right. when you come in the Army. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's a nice thing if you can go ahead and get that. Because mm -hmm. there's also a little test anxiety. I think yes. the first time you take something, especially a physical test and, right. you know, that pressure. So if you can go ahead and kind of know what's coming, uh, definitely will help you out. You got any uh, book recommendations or any, uh, you know, things for read or even even maybe podcasts or, or okay. things uh, for, for people to consume information that might help them prepare for this program or, or for the military? Uh, right. Okay. Um, let's see. There's a Sigma Nutrition Radio. Shout mm -hmm. out to them. They're a British group. They've got mm -hmm. a lot of good overall nutrition. Um, they've, oh, I like The Athlete's Gut. That's a good book. Um, let's see. If you're really into you know strength and conditioning and understanding stuff and really want to dig into it, super training. You know, I'm gonna throw that out. I know. Berkashansky, yeah, yeah. Russian. That's that's deep, but, yeah. but go it's on. It's very very hard. But yeah, I would say those would be like the top ones that I would recommend right now. Oh, also, I like uh, RP Strength. So they do a lot of nutrition, uh, strength training. That's a Renaissance periodization. Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah they have a good. That, what is it, Doctor Mike Isratelli? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've seen his stuff. No, that's that's. Some good stuff. Any accounts like on Instagram you, you follow that you know were you know for 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 good information or? There's a huh, right off the top of my head. Let's see if I can do this. Uh, so I do like Renaissance periodization. Uh, Diana Wynn. She puts Diana Wynn's great dietitian. Yes, amazing information on there. Um, let's see. Oh yeah, uh, Major Springer. She changed her name. Bridget. Oh. Um, uh, she never, yeah, gr yeah, used to be Grimes. Yeah, yep, she yep. she has uh, great information on there too. Right. Um, oh, that's. I put you on the spot. That's that's, at that, the right, that's it. Yeah, that's all I got right now. So so that that's that's where uh, you, you get you know s some good information. Mm -hmm. uh, can folks you know if they wanted to reach out 
to you and, and ask questions? Mm -hmm. or you, you, I'm putting you on the spot. Are you comfortable with that? Or I am serious, I am. If anyone wants to send me messages uh, asking about like the program, process of getting in and stuff like that, definitely uh, shoot me as many messages as you'd like. I'll get back to them. Okay, you wanna give them your... Oh yeah, so <laughs> my handle is Joe Zubak, so it's uh, J-O-E, and then Zubak is spelled D-Z-U. B A K. Okay, and I'll I can I can put a link yeah if you want me to yes, to, to reach out if they have any questions. Well, Joe, hey, thanks for coming on. It's oh, it's been you, great. Sir. It's been you know it's always great talking to you, uh, doing great things, and I can't wait to see kind of mm -hmm. you know what you, what you go and, and do in the army. Sure. If there are any uh, you know uh, folks at special operations units listening to this and they want a dietitian, I'm your I, guy. Might, I might know <laughs> one that wants to go through that. Uh, but again, hey, thanks for listening. And if you have any questions, I'll drop the stuff in the show notes so you can ask Joe about the program. Uh, thanks so much. Uh, thank you.